Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Happy New Year, if we haven't said it already. We're saying it now. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Year. Musicals taught me everything I know here for another week. For all your musical needs. At least. All of them. (laughs) I am just one of your hosts, Julie Eisentrager, and with me I have... Miranda Selwood. And... It's me, KB! And we are joined by a guest today. Who is... Steve Norris. Hello, Steve! What show are you going to bring us today, Steve? I thought I would bring West Side Story. Yeah! West Side. West Side. West Side. How, how many episodes have we done now? Like countless hundreds <laughs> of episodes and we haven't gotten to West Side Story. We haven't gotten to until today. 2,100 million <laughs> other musicals. We needed to save a few of the yeah. best ones. Yes. To scatter throughout the rest of our long, long careers. Yes. Get rid of some of the poopy stuff first. <laughs> I, I, I had to later. scroll a long way to see if this had been done. Oh, so bless that's yeah. an idea. Speaking of things that have been done, Steve, have you seen the film Cats? No, 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 I have not. I, Lucky I was, you, we saw it. I, I, <laughs> we I'm <did>. aware. <laughs> Indeed. A little part of my soul died that day. Yeah. And yet, so much comedy that I wasn't expecting. It's yeah. comedy gold. It's in, comedy gold. In the same way that The Room is. <laughs> you were right, Julie, I'll give you that. Yeah, thank you. So uh, it's what dear. you expected? No, it was better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, it was trash. It. That is both <laughs> true and not true. Yeah. I would. I'd see it. I mean, I won't see it again because I like my life. Uh, I would suggest other people go see it at least once. With friends. Yes. Don't do that alone. Drunk. Preferably. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We I need just sort to of remind everybody that we saw Cats. We like, did. Happy New Year. We yeah, did. Good. Happy New Year, Cats. Cool. Well, pretty much the last thing we did in 2019. Yes, correct. It was a good year. Just after Christmas, really. (laughs) Smashed at home with cats. Uh, Steve has never been on our show before, so we need to do a little something called... Getting to know you. (gasps) There were actions this time. Sometimes there is. It's everything I hoped it would be. And more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, are you ready, Steve? I am, yes. Which musical character would other people compare you to? I've actually heard someone uh, refer to me... As Shrek. Oh. I don't know if I was going to be thrilled with that. Uh, like in the, the musical Shrek. So, yeah, uh, I, I asked that question. I said, what, what would you see me okay, as? Someone said Shrek. 
Okay, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it wasn't like, you're such a Shrek. No, no, no. It's, it's like, I don't know how to answer that. Only you people can answer that. And that's what they said. Or one okay. person did. Oh, interesting. Right. So, yeah, I was, yeah. I, don't, I think you're a lot nicer than Shrek. Yeah. yeah. Shrek More is personable. nice at the end. At the end. Yeah. yeah, like end of the show Shrek. End of show Shrek. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Okay. I have not seen the show, but I've seen the... I'm assuming it's the same as it's the It's exactly movie. the same. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> uh, which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Oh. Who do you want to be? Who do I want to be? Jesus, what's it like to be? I think... Um, Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> my superstar. I'm going to go for well, that water into wine thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I kind of like Nikki from Avenue Q. Ah, I've always fun. liked... Because I've, I've like, you know, obviously based on... I've definitely based on Bert and Ernie. Uh-huh, and I've yes. always loved Ernie because Ernie would just wind Bert up. Yeah. And it would, but he did it in such a way where it wasn't nasty. And I thought, you know, I'm, that's a bit like me sometimes. I can do, you know... Mm, Make a bit a of fun banter. comment, you but just not like nasty. To stir. You like stir. to stir, but in good humour. But in good, yeah. I see that. I, exactly. I think what Nikki tends to do throughout the show is just like truth bomb, yeah. constantly, and that's why people are like, "What?" Like he doesn't understand why people don't want to hear the truth. And There's a little bit of that, even when he, he's he's trying to help. Like he tries to help. Um, uh, Bird. Bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going blank. Rod. Rod. He tries to Rod. help Rod. And it's like, oh, but I don't understand. I'm trying to help you. This is what I'm trying to do. And that's sometimes, you know, that's me too. Helpful yeah. push. Trying to be helpful, but he <laughs> probably doesn't think it's really. <laughs> well, well, good luck for your homeless period. Oh, so. oh, yeah, that's right. Except for the homeless bit. You, you've played Nikki, correct? I have, yes. Yes, you've played Nikki. So then what is your dream role? Um, my dream role, it's, it's, I, I know the show. It's mm-hmm. Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. And there's Jesus, two roles. Jesus, we're back here again. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the two characters in that show is uh, Pontius Pilate uh-huh. or Caiaphas. Caiaphas. I'd love, uh, if either, either of those would be happy. you got the bass for I was going to say. Uh, I don't have quite the super massive bass, but I can hit the notes. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have, same thing, same thing. It's not thing. like the press is like, people aren't going to go, whoa, when I do it, but they're going to like, oh yeah, you hit the notes. <laughs> That he, uh, yeah, he that's the there. best you can hope for. The really. review is, is reminds me of Shrek. He got there. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek with the bass. Love you. Uh, what is your favorite Sondheim show? Um, this one, West Side Story. Yeah, I'd like to think because I'm, I've done a couple of Sondheim shows and, and the music was amazing, but I love the lyrics in West Side. I have yeah. all the lyrics he's done. I like the West Side lyrics and and also uh, um, Sweeney Todd. Yes. Yeah, this Good is picks. The, it's funny because Sondheim doesn't like the lyrics of West Side Story. It was like, <laughs> it was like his debut, wasn't he it? He was very young. Yeah, so... It was his first. What his first life. album. It's the one that they don't yeah. really want to talk about. He's like, it's nice. <laughs> but I think that's what makes it easier yeah, to listen to than absolutely. some... True. Less it is nice. Yeah. And probably easier to remember for an actor too. So yeah, like into the it woods. rhymes more, <laughs> <laughs> and rhymes more, and it's it's not as many words in this shortest space. Yeah, <laughs> what is your go-to shower song? Uh, I I play I do less theatre these days. I do a lot more um, performing and playing gigs, so it tends to be whatever song we're doing at the moment. But uh, mostly the one I did I spent a lot of time singing in the shower was Africa. The uh, <laughs> the harmony line oh. to Africa because the Just harmony the line is the hardest part and it's and it's nailing that so it'd be could you nail place. a bit of it for us right uh, now? I, I I could but I don't want to embarrass 
We won't make you do it. It's Thank okay. you. If you don't want to do it, we won't peer pressure you into doing it. Oh, I, I, I would have if I thought about it before <laughs> and prepared for it and remembered it because it's been a while. <laughs> Since you had a shower? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Sorry. No. Uh, you have to delete one musical from existence. Oh, yeah. Can't be Cats because it is squeezed. And yeah. the movie has officially killed it. So <laughs> I thought it had revived it. I, I, <laughs> well, that remains to be seen. It did for some people. <laughs> but do you know that's the scary thing? Some people came out of that screening going, I've never seen Cats before, but I really like the music. And then have essentially I mean, gone through the entire catalogue going, yeah, bangers. Be fair, the music was the best thing about it. But doesn't it sort of give Rough. more of a story? I mean, I haven't, obviously, I haven't no, seen the movie. It tries really. to make it make sense. It, it tries does make, to give a sense. It tries to make it. It makes a tiny bit more sense, but you're so distracted anyway. What's the plot? Who cares? Anyway, we're okay. not here to talk no, about we're not. cats. We're here Slightly to talk awesome. about what you're Stephen doesn't like. Deleting yes. it. Uh, I don't know how popular this will be, um, but I don't like the, um, sh- uh, what do they call them, the uh, jukebox musical. Any jukebox? Oh no, no, I do, I do like certain, but one in particular uh, okay. is um, now Jersey just gone Boys. blank. Hit me with no, 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 it's oh, legally blonde. Oh, I, I just, I just, uh, That's I, original I, music. Is, I was gonna say, is it a jukebox music? Oh no, no, no. So I mean, um, a musical's based off like a film. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay, uh, that's right, 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 right. Okay, yes, yes, I yes. mixed them up. That's my mistake. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, that, uh, that one. Mainly. I could get on board with that. I don't know if it's aged well. You know? You know? You know, there are some like weird references. Some now. people try to sort of update it yeah. so that it's set in the present day, and I don't think that works. Yeah. I think you've got to leave it, it where it's not set. Normally you set. No. Is it? No, no. It's kind of set it's in, in what, the, the 90s. 90s. Oh, yeah. okay. So you've got to be that. a little clueless about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, okay, now that we know Steve, we should probably get to know West Side Story. Hockey dokey. Let's talk about West Side Story. Who wants to do the elevator pitch, Steve? Do you reckon you can do it? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Plot Miranda, you get to time it. Two minutes. I'm going to oh, time it. Oh, pressure's on. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're hardcore here, Steve. <laughs> and like when you think, surely they're not actually timing their guest. We do. We do. We do. And it Excellent. takes about 20 minutes for Miranda to find the app. Can <laughs> <laughs> no, I use that as part of my... reset it because it was set to 30 minutes and I oh, don't think we have that kind of time. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Can you give us a plot? West Side Story. Two minutes. Go. West Side Story is uh, based on Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare. He's 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 going to do well, I think. And uh, (laughs) basically, it's set in the west side of New York City, and it's yeah, there are two gangs called the Sharks and the Jets. Sharks are uh, Puerto Rican um, immigrants who come in, and the Jets are the local boys who uh, don't particularly like them. So it's a bit like the Romeo uh, and Juliet um, Capulets and Montagues. At this uh, feud that started a long time ago, and we're coming into the story where it's well and truly we're already up and running. boiling point. Boiling point already, and things things could happen any moment, and they probably do in this show. <gasps> so it starts off. There's a uh, basically the opening. Instead of having your typical 
um, just a, you know, just, well, actually it is all, all musical. It is like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it is. At the end, there's a really long bit at the end. It's like so the- You're going to uh, have to pick it up a bit because that's one minute. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all, right. all right. Okay, pick it up. All right. So anyway. Uh, what they happens all die at the end. There's no. a, <laughs> perfect. Uh, there's a dance, a uh, one of the, um, uh, the, the jet, uh, jet girls, uh, jet guys meets a Puerto Rican girl. And it sparks off a little bit of a, a situation between the two gangs. <laughs> and it escalates into a very big way that ends up in a rumble. And I don't know if I give away everything. but Spoilers. Basically, spoilers. spoilers. Okay. So there's deaths involved. And Many there's lots death. of discussions about why, um, why, the, why people are not good to each other. And why can't we all just get along? Why can't we all just get along, as Doc says? Why can't you kids just get along? <laughs> so that's basically what it is. And it leads up to a very big... Uh, moment at the end with featuring a gun and How many a lot of shouting. Gun, Enough for you? Enough for me? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. We've got 10 more seconds if you want to throw any more quotes in there. Uh, don't you touch him. Uh, <laughs> Three, Cut two, them. one. Well done, Sue. Thank you. What about Thank probably you. the first one who's actually gone... Yes. To time. Yeah. And I mean, it does help that it's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah. You just have to assume Guys, that... just read the book. If, if you didn't go to high school. Uh, I'm just going to do a little test. Uh, yep. Let's just see. Are we ready? Are yep. we ready for this test? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mumbo. Perfect. Steve passes. Thank you. <laughs> Fail. Fail. Oh, I got there a fail for doing the clap? Hey, that, I, did the, I did the mumbo. She did the clap. Yeah, it worked. I did nothing. Yep. KB. Win. I'd also like to point out producer Zane failed. He's not on mic, so he didn't how even could know he be was tested? Playing. <laughs> to be fair, um, my favourite song in this show is She Yomis a Kropke. It is so. a <laughs> banger. I have a little secret. <laughs> oh, please tell. Um, I was just so stoked with my new car that it had a CD player that worked because <laughs> As tradition would have it, my cars don't usually have CD players that work. They have CD players. They just don't work. And you have like a brand new car now. And I had a brand new car. amazing that you even have a CD player. And I was like, I need to find (laughs) a CD. It was West Side Story. I listened to G Officer Kropke on repeat for about three days. (laughs) I'm not sad about it. Wow. Good job, Julie. (gasps) Yeah, it was good. It was banger. Really good. (laughs) (laughs) So many hits. Sorry. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know the story of Romeo and Juliet slash West Side Story, wh- where you been? How's that rock? <laughs> Comfy home? <laughs> but what I don't know, which I'm assuming someone at the table may know, is how well it fared. In the world? Yeah, in the world. What did the world think of in West Side Story? Uh, look, it didn't win any Tonys. <gasps> but the which is rude. The film really? did really well. Okay. Um, and won a lot of Oscars. Um, Oscars. A lot of Oscars. So um, the the film came out in 1961 and the musical itself was... 57? 57. Yes, 57, yeah. yeah. So again, it's one of those really short gaps between well, stage and screen. I, I, I don't know why it didn't sweep the awards because the critical acclaim was unanimously positive yeah everyone loved like, it everyone loved it <laughs> yeah critics loved it it did very well it was popular the box yeah. office did good numbers ran yeah. a long time i so i don't know what did win the tony producer zane is on it yeah i saw a, a color uh, change on his face and that means he's flipped onto another screen i think i know who it was who i think it was the music man 
Oh, oh, I think it was the music yeah. man. 76 trombones. Yeah, nasty. From Officer Crofty. Nominated for six Tonys. Oh. And lost best musical to the Music Man. Oh, mm. that is foul. <laughs> okay, so it um it did win a Tony Award for choreography and scenic design. Oh, there we go. So there you go. It, it won, won the, the two. Didn't win the best. It won the Theatre World Award of oh. in this year in fifty eight. Yes. It won the Drama Desk Award in eighty. So for a Broadway revival. I'm about to say it. It took a took a bit of time, didn't they? They did win a Tony for... Sorry, I should speak into the microphone. That helps. 2009 Broadway Revival won a Tony Award for Best Performance by an Actress in a Featured Role for Karen Olivier. Yeah. I can't say her name. Let's oh. guess which Lift featured vote. role she played. Yeah. She didn't play Anita. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, I would guess I Anita gonna, would be... Yeah. I don't know if the she one. Did. I mean, I could click on it, but that's just really spoiling the game. That's just spoiling the game. Um, While you don't click on that, though, um, you're saying so the. Oh, no, she did play Anita. The film came out not too long later, um, quite famously starring Natalie Wood, but not Natalie Wood's singing voice. No. No. It was not. But they also wanted to originally cast Audrey Hepburn in that role. Why? Yeah. Or, you know what? Audrey Hepburn <laughs> opposite Elvis Presley. <laughs> yes, Elvis. Yes. That's why I heard that too. But. Oh, so um, that didn't happen. Me Audrey was pregnant at the time and she'd already suffered two miscarriages. So they just felt that maybe it wasn't a good idea for her to be in like a full movie musical. You know what really grinds my gears? Um. <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. What? Yeah. But it was, so it was conversation for later. Voice of Marnie Nixon instead of Natalie yeah. Wood. And yeah. she's done a lot of dubbing. Yes. Marnie. Yeah. She's, what does Marnie look a- like? Um... <laughs> She's also been in things. We we spoke about her not We've that spo- long ago. Yeah. yeah, about something. Yeah, my was memory it, is um, great. Uh, but the the movie Aww, she's super was pretty. nominated for 11 Academy Awards and won 10 of them. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, you know what Marnie Nixon is in, before we get too far away from that? Yeah. She's one of the nuns in Sound of Music. Ah. Oh. A particular name? Yeah, she would be... One of the named ones. She's one of the named ones. She's in How Do You Solve a Problem. Oh, of course. Like the Maria. Maria. Yeah. A nun named Maria. Maria. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Continue, Miranda. I'm sorry. just met a nun named Maria. Um, There was a time where this was going to be called East Side Story because it was going to be um, a story about a Catholic boy who falls in love with a Jewish girl. Um, But at the time, it wasn't what was kind of happening in New York. It was more about, um, I don't know, what they've now chosen to go with the storyline. Can Um, you imagine... This. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> East Side Story with like that kind of, oh, what's that scale called? Charismatic scale? Charismatic scale? The, it's essentially, huh? Chromatic, no. Charismatic. It's like, it's got a name name and it's everything that like Jewish music is based on. Uh, don't know. It's Fiddler. <laughs> okay. Imagine yeah, okay. East Side Story meet Fiddler. <laughs> I wow. am all about yeah. that. But oh. No, see, I'm definitely all about the, the Puerto Rican yeah. dancing and the the liveliness of that music as compared yeah. to the cool, understated jets. I That's such a I good contrast. A good, yeah. And there I was don't think I could deal with a lot more. Fiddler in there. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have one. It's enough. Completely uh, different show. That would be a totally different show. That's I think it also let them, it let them comment. Kind of on, this, on the time. It, there was a it was a big influx of, of 
of Puerto Ricans going to the west side and so they were able to kind of bring that into it. But um, where is my note? They do make a kind of reference to it. Um, Riff refers to how Tony helped the Jets beat the Emeralds and the Emeralds was the name of the Jewish gang at the time. Oh, really? Uh-huh. So they kind of like are like nod to the original idea, but nobody really gets it other than them anyway. And you, And KB. now me, because <laughs> I Googled fun facts about West Side Story. See, <laughs> the, it's funny the like, rest of us. In films, especially in New York, when they have gangs, like they had, you know, like in the late 70s, they had the, the movie The Warriors, which is all about the different gangs. And every time I see that, I keep thinking sharks, jets. Yeah. And, and it's, why isn't there the more one, clicking? The warriors. And <laughs> <laughs> it's all about gangs in New oh, York. It's all about gangs in New York. Um, I also found it really interesting that most of the actors from the Broadway musical auditioned for the movie and all of them were, including the leads, and all of them were rejected because they were too old. They rejected? Rough. Rejected. Oh. Is not, is it not, the guy playing Bernardo in the film was the original leader of the other gang whose name is... Uh, Riff. Riff. Was he? In on Broadway, in Broadway, I don't know what I found because is that everyone said that everyone was to rejected. He was a jet, and then and he was then a shark. they painted him no. to make him a Puerto Rican, and oh. it kind of looks like that. You too. watch the movie, yeah. you look at it, you're like, "There's something not quite right about the shade of that boy's skin," and that is why. <laughs> I yeah. think it would have been also really hard if that was the case, because um, Mr. Robbins, the direct choreographer of Jerome, Jerome. <laughs> um, well, to told friends. them during rehearsal, not only was like this was an unprecedented uh, eight-week rehearsal period, every other show back then only had four to five weeks, and he was like, no, we have so much dance. <laughs> we have to have more. We did have so much dance. So much dance. And for the uh, every time they were off stage or uh, not in rehearsal, he banned the two gangs, the Jets and the Sharks, from interacting with each other I so like that he that. could create like That's real fun. life rivalry mm. um so it would have been really weird for a guy to go from being a, a shark to a jet because you, like, you oh, would feel that loyalty yeah, to your yeah. like i'm, oh, I'm a traitor all those broadway jet fans would just or <laughs> jet guys would just be so disappointed yeah they would have been <laughs> he would they're like you're out once um, you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Enjoy your latino <laughs> music bernardo <laughs> any more fun facts for us kb um Jerome Robbins again. Um, so he choreographed both the Broadway version and the film version, and he was such a taskmaster, and like to the point where people kind of despised him. That all the actors that were in Cool, this cool scene, cool. burned their knee pads in his office after shooting the scene, and Natalie Wood begged to be fired because she was working sixteen hours days, oh. and he was just like, and or more, and he was like. Do it again, do it again, do it again, so that she was like, please fire me. Maria hardly dances. I was just thinking that she barely. You imagine what the others were going through. Can you imagine how long it took to do the dance hall? Uh, In that dance hall, she sort of just stands and stares a lot. Probably why she she's like, You don't need me. Can I please go home? Yeah. Um my last two ones uh that Stephen Sondheim really wanted to put the F word into G Officer Kropke yeah. and yeah. everyone was like, No. Um because it would violate um the obscenity laws at the time. Um so he, oh, that's Sondheim. Why, why that's why it says crop you at the end of Officer Kropke. But, but I really like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have been able to sell records. They wouldn't that. they but weren't also, allowed, yeah. It would have been able to be played anywhere. It'd be an awesome album. Crop, <laughs> crop you is kind of 
funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Kind of works. Yeah. Kind of um, like it better. <laughs> I say the other one all the time. <laughs> and um, also, spoilers. Um, Maria was also meant to die at the end of West Side Story originally, <gasps> but they just... Well, that's what happens to that's Juliet what happens in, in Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. I did wonder. I had a good think about that today. Um, but then Ro- Richard Rogers, as in Rogers and Hammerstein, Richard Rogers, <laughs> was like, hey, guys, uh, maybe don't let her commit suicide because she's kind of... She's already... Like you, she's gone through so much. She's kind of dead already. It's like was his response, and she's so they were dead like, "Dead on the inside." <laughs> so they were like, "Okay." Oh, yeah. little Sondheim and little Bernstein was like, "Oh, okay, Mister Rogers." <laughs> that sounds like a good. You know what you're talking about. I okay. think maybe <laughs> Jerome Robbins idea. was like, "Okay," and then he was like, "Hey guys, change it." I think oh that's my how it goodness! But that's so, it for fun facts. Um, uh, that's. Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein was it Oscar Hammerstein or Jerome Kern that um, was working with Sondheim going into this? Ooh. I always get those two mixed up in that story. Oh, shouldn't have brought it up. Shouldn't have, shouldn't it up. have. Now you're in trouble. Uh, was it Kern first and then Hammerstein worked with Rogers later? And I'm thinking timeline wise. Uh, no, but one of them, either Kern or, Hammer- or Hammerstein, mentored Stephen Sondheim. And was still mentoring him <laughs> when he was life. working on West Side Story. What a life to yeah. have a mentor yeah. in general, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> applications are available on Oscar our Oscar Hammerstein was. was his mentor. So oh. Richard Rogers is up there giving them, like, advice. What plot a weird tips. Well, And Oscar Hammerstein is mentoring Stephen Sondheim through the process of writing the lyrics. So, like... It's a Rogers Hammerstein. Hammerstein musical. Can you get your thumb out of everybody else's pie? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, on that note, um, so I had to do some digging, and I mean some. <gasps> is it time? For it's time. Oh yes. Time. Bad reviews with Julie. I, I love the unofficial theme tune. <laughs> I hope it changes weekly. Um, it will. It we will. never remember. It. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I had to dig and dig hard to find any. Bad review on West Side Story. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're um, out there. This one is from. Well, I think the show is near perfection. Yeah, yeah. So to find bad reviews, you got to find bad productions, which it's are hard. out there. They it, they're been. out there. They're, they're out there, but often they're not written about. Um, so I found a review on uh, TVGuide.com. TV Guide? Is yes. this of the film? It's, it must be of the film. It doesn't have an author, but uh, I'm just going to read you the first line. It tickled me. Quotes without authors. <laughs> Great. Sorry. No, shouldn't have mentioned it. When it's good. Oh, sorry. When it's good. Very good. When it's bad. A stinker. Aww. West Side Story. Oh. <laughs> what? I don't know. It was great That's though. That's a harsh word too, stinker. Yeah. It, it, Oh. A stinker. And yeah. then I have another slightly longer. Um, this is pulled from a review on stagewhispers.com.au. It says, The direction missed all of the musical's inherent emotion time and time again. How they could stage a boy like that and I have a love scene, one of the musical theatre's iconic duets, without either performers looking at each other, was beyond me. Yeah. It's like an actual deliberate choice. Like, please look away. You look at this wall, you look at that wall, and you'll be in love. Now sing. Done. 
<laughs> and so yeah, it was hard. It was a dig. I had to I had to go through many a website to get a bad review. But yes, well, I think um, people gen generally love because it's it's definitely one of the musicals I watched growing up as a kid. Like it's yeah. just that yeah. thing of like I know West Side Story and I know the story because I know Romeo and Juliet. You know, like it's yeah. just so many things come yeah. together. And, and like, I just love the click. <laughs> I saw <laughs> it. it <laughs> the choreography is is iconic yeah. for Broadway and and then the movie brought it into everybody's everything everything yeah so you know everybody knows it and everyone knows the the um uh, never mind keep talking Julie cool I think it's time <laughs> for a perhaps a musical interstitial Let's talk about the lessons we've learned. What have we learnt? Uh, I've learnt that an adaption of an adaption of an adaption is really good source material. You can't go <laughs> wrong with Shakespeare, can you? Well, really? it wasn't even Shakespeare. There were two poems before sh- that Shakespeare used to write Romeo and Juliet, oh, which really? were the stories okay. of Romeo and Juliet. So there was one, and then there was another one written in response to that first one, and then Shakespeare wrote that one, and now we've got West Side Story. <laughs> and so step. many others. And so many others. On Romeo and Juliet. I'm not mad about it, though. I'm not. It's Love good. It. I think it's that thing of, um, you know, the source material being so well known yeah. and familiar allows people to get past that first hurdle of what's going to happen and yeah. this and the other. And, and they've got somewhere to relate the characters to that they already understand. Yeah. I think so. It's like using shorthand to say, hello, audience, here's all the parts. You know all these things already. Now just enjoy the show. So but I have not the, all the opposite parts. experience. So. Um, West Side Story taught me the story of Romeo and Juliet. Then a year later, I had to study Romeo and Juliet. I was like, ah, I get it. You're this like, well, everyone else. Second, Juliet doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone else is and like, her name is Maria. Hello. <laughs> struggling. Like, Where are along. the songs, guys? <laughs> well, everyone else is struggling with like the ye olde English. I'm just like, nah, I know what happens. We got this. I got this. Got this. Yeah. Um, yes. I think that the show really took, along with, you know, we, we got that Rodgers and Hammerstein sort of kick with, um, you know, putting death on stage for the yeah. first time and things like that. And this show sort of took that next step and said, this is what musical theatre is now. Yeah. And it led this charge of, of theatre that had more meaning and story and depth of character. And um, I I think... That I probably connected with West Side Story before I connected with uh, some of the other stuff that that yeah. tread that same path. So for me, it, sort of when I said before, I feel like it the show itself is pretty close to perfect. Yeah. It's so brilliantly written, and um, I think that it teaches us a lot of lessons about what good theatre is yeah. and good writing and. Uh, Thanks. And dance fighting. Dance, dance fighting. fighting. We all learn about dance fighting here. We all well, learn about dance. Step like, up would not have happened if West Side Story didn't that's exist. That's probably, probably absolutely true. accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we probably wouldn't have got like the Star-Lord fight in no. the Marvel series and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Dance fighting became a thing. Dance fighting. It's, well, like you're saying. Clicking is aggressive. It is. Clicking and walking in crouch. <laughs> <laughs> crouch. 
Um, but yeah, like at the time when it came out, like 57, like around that time, or probably a few years earlier, Oklahoma. And that was a similar thing. Oklahoma was like a, a musical where yes, there was quite violent moments in it. And, and mm. uh, it's like they weren't, everyone was used to light musicals and then they had this um, moments like that. And of course, both had like a dream ballet because I think they threw that in because so, they wanted to still sort of maintain a connection with what musicals were at the time to sort of you know not make it too much but yeah it's it's that that, that sort of it moving on to what we know now i think yeah yeah it blows my tiny mind that oklahoma and west side story were written anywhere near each other i think too because we see such strong female characters in west side story yeah. which we don't really see in mm. oklahoma <laughs> you're right true, true um so <laughs> anita has taught me some life lessons yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah, both both feature you know, unhinged characters with knives. and yeah. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Although one would argue one is slightly more unhinged than the other. Definitely, definitely. Um, I learned a lot about, um, I what guess. What a boy like that would do. Nope. Uh, <laughs> like racial tensions, I guess. Because like, I was quite racial young. Ra- yeah. But you said facial tensions. I was like, is that like. Facial expression? No. <laughs> Racial. <laughs> Racial tensions. That's true. Because um, I was quite young when I saw West Side Story. So yeah. I don't. I think it was one of my first exposures to that. Like, what? Not everyone gets along? What? Queen. What do you mean? What do you mean? I think, too, like, even years, years later, there was a, a production uh, at QPAC. It was an Australian touring production. And it was um, the first time I had... Uh, I guess learnt that it was okay just to cast any minority as a minority and I was just like this seems did you learn that oh I hadn't seen no because I hadn't seen Hairspray like I hadn't seen any of the Australian productions of really anything else Mm. that kind of dealt with the same issues there there was quite a big conversation about this recently we had two Australian productions of West Side Story earlier this year yeah Um, and they had both cast quite a Caucasian Maria. Yes. And it, it became And even the an understudies issue. were all of a sudden it became It's an also issue. like um, but this is the same the same one of them is the same girl who played Maria in the previous Australian tour yeah. years ago. And it just wasn't talked about then. It wasn't an issue. No. So that was probably the one you saw and at yeah. that time. I think for so but now people are talking about yeah. it. They're like, hang on, maybe this isn't quite right. And this so is a story that is it's so heavily in Puerto Rican culture that I find it strange that it's like it's like you can't yeah, just you can just be like whatever you can't just paint your riffs no, slightly no, darker no. call so, no. <laughs> for so so long in I guess Australian theatre when they've cast a Maria or really anyone of ethnicity they've gone have you got brown or black hair yeah. you're in as long as you're a brunette then everything's fine because everyone else will be blonde as long as you're tan we good <laughs> like it's, it's real fine. dodgy but it it, I guess, dodgy. it's good that now we're looking at casting and going hey that's yeah. not cool and I guess that's the first mm. time I felt really and it would have been what uh, 10 years ago now yeah about that yeah. yeah and I just I felt so uncomfortable watching being like this Hang on seems not right um Earlier, before that production, I saw a uh, university production that was mm. actually a, a dance course doing the show. Yeah. So they brought Ooh. in a few singers for the the leads yeah. and then the dance students took on most of the rest and some of them could sing and so they, you know, put it in. But um, they, 
this particular course at this particular time had quite a lot of Asian students and instead of saying well let's cast all the Asian students as Puerto Ricans they really actually made an attempt to reset it in that context yeah so they sort of pulled it up a little as far as time time period goes and Mm -hmm. and sort of reset it a little bit course they don't change any of the lyrics or anything but but you're seeing the whole in that context rather than saying please pretend these slightly other yeah these other people are are all the same yeah that just it blew my mind um yeah and i'm glad that we're learning from those it's it's an interesting and complicated topic absolutely because the the other side of it is and this came up when we were talking about help me in the, in the heights, in the heights. Hey. Yeah, um, the, the story. only other one where this comes up frequently. <laughs> as a topic. The story wants to be told, and actors tell the story. Yes. So, how far can an actor go in representing the character in the story, yeah. and do you? You know, and and this is a com- I guess this is a conversation we have. I have a lot um, in that. Um, my background is Spanish Filipino, but in looking at me, you would never guess that. And so, other than my last name being a Portuguese last name, that's pretty much, pretty much the extent of it. So I do. It's hard because I'm like I would never personally audition for the show because I know that my <laughs> pasty white English rose skin won't be received very well. But at the same time, it is part of my heritage. It's Latino, so it's like, where do you? Where do you draw the yeah, line? Yeah, where there's there's no hard and fast line. So I guess that's a lesson we're still learning. <laughs> Indeed. Um, anyway, sorry, that was a long and complicated. Response. It was. I think there is one other thing that I think you can kind of learn from. I don't know whether it's necessarily West Side Story or if it's Romeo and Juliet, but um, this kind of um, toxic infatuation with someone. That you just I saw you across met. the room, and we must be married. And which, which is how it's presented in the musical, right? Yeah, yep. they just see and each other at the dance. And how it is in the play, and how it is in the play. The so, lights dim, except for the spotlights on them. Like <laughs> that's, the music or in goes the film. Up, everyone goes slow mo. Like that's a bit toxic when it ends with multiple deaths. I think too. What <laughs> we forget in the Shakespeare version is that these are like. 14 year old kids mm-hmm. and that in fact I remember that, that in fact situation yeah. of just being like I am in love with you <gasps> I'm not really but I'm in love with you it's totally okay if some of my family members die for this um I probably wasn't to that point <laughs> um <laughs> just testing I think when we set West Side Story with uh, people who are slightly older still very young mm. still probably like 18 19 20 uh, it's it starts to get a little bit uh, dodge. Yeah. No, that's maybe not a good representation of See, I sort of love Often uh, when I see Romeo and Juliet, I see I see Romeo and Juliet as older. They're not played by fourteen no, year they're olds. Never. We, they're never represented as young as they're scripted. Yeah. So I actually accept them as older whenever I see a production or a version they're always older right yeah but when I saw West Side Story they felt younger because you see them in the context of the school dance yeah Yeah. so it it actually feels like they're younger in context yeah but and it's almost more tragic and difficult in West Side Story so I I sort of feel that exactly the other way around too I've been (laughs) 
been watching a lot of Encore guys on Disney Plus. <laughs> and <laughs> a lot of people have. come back. Uh, I love it. I would do any musical I've ever done again purely so that I could be oh, on that show. I would love um, to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the idea of that like high school sweetheart is really uh, kind of ingrained in that culture and they go back and they're nervous to see this person again and they loved them so much and they expected to spend their entire lives with this person, blah, blah, blah. I personally <laughs> did not have that, nor did a lot of my friends. Well, really any of our grade ever acted that way. So I guess it is also hard I to... Did, but he's he's very happy with his boyfriend now. <laughs> I was going to say. He's also totally hot, by the way. Uh, oh. Yoga. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Is his name. <laughs> I was thought of Yoda. <laughs> we call him Vikram for sure. Um, one more thing I want to point out. Yes, I'm doing it. I don't care how many people shake their heads at me. Um, the the main theme of Romeo and Juliet is this: these the two sides and, you know, yeah. the f- unnecessary fighting that causes unnecessary violence and, and angst and problems. And I think that that theme is more accessible in West Side Story than it is yeah. in Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. And that's what these, you know, modernised But that's, again, is because it's simplified. Do. It's just like, it's, hey it's guys, definitely talk simplified. it out. I mean, hey Romeo and Juliet, it's a family fight mm. that no one remembers how it started yeah. and it's just like, we just don't like it because that's that family. Yeah. Or the, you know, the neighbours, they don't like the neighbours, but whereas... This yeah. gang mentality. Yeah. Gang mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that it sort of teaches us that context is really important in storytelling hey zane producer zane hit the button before she talks again okay let's dreamcast this baby i thought about this i wrote down people i'm so proud of myself congratulations julie do you want to start then, Julie? Uh, shall we start with Tony? Shall we do a round table of Tonys? Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. <laughs> I found it really difficult to cast Maria and Tony. I kept like thinking, I kept Googling, I kept looking up people. I and I kind of, one. at the end of the day, want two completely fresh faces. Mm-hmm. Nope, I enjoy mine. Go for it. My, I'll, I'll give you my Tony and my Maria's. Okay. I've got two Maria's. I wouldn't mind. My Tony. I mean, come on. Look at me. It's Zac Efron. Nah, I put him as a riff. Oh, I yeah. like that too. Yeah. I really yeah. like that too. And I think he's a Tony. But like, regardless, he's my Tony. Um, and my Maria, I had a choice of two. One I know that definitely can sing. One that I think, sorry, the one, the first one is the one that I think can sing. The one I know second definitely can sing. Um, and that's Aubrey Plaza. Because uh, I think she's age-wise appropriate to Zac Efron. Yeah. And my second choice as Maria, yeah, not as you, Anita. You no, because my Anita's better still. <laughs> She's so sassy. She is sassy, but I think she's capable of other things we do this a lot where we go you are this person you are we do you are april ludgate and you will only ever be april ludgate i've seen her in other things (laughs) as the same thing the to-do list did you see her in the to-do list because she's softer in that not a lot softer uh my second choice would be maria soft anyway keep a kind of a gross choice on my part but victoria justice all right yeah interesting super inappropriate in terms of age versus zac efron but uh, doable not, oh, not overly not a huge age gap she just seems so much younger yeah um anita i had rosario dawson i had stephanie beatrice from brooklyn 99 she plays rosa diaz oh yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah. 
<laughs> but just with that deadpan, so yeah. like, no smiling. That works if you have Aubrey Plaza because she, she's way more sassy than she Aubrey is. Plaza is. She mm, is. Anyone else? Okay, gives me. Bring them. Um, I know that Miranda doesn't like me doing this, but... Um, I want the original no, cast. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's kind of that, but not really. Um, in the next adaption of the movie, which has um, Ansel Elgort playing Ooh, Tony. Yummy. Um, Would take. Brian Dussy James is playing Officer Crubkey, and I, I like it, and we haven't seen it yet, so technically I'm going to cast him in it without having seen him in the role because the movie's not released yet. Oh, sorry. How big of a role is Officer Crubkey? I said it's sorry, Miranda. It's tiny, isn't it? Comes and goes a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. He's not in like, a lot. <laughs> he must really he love sing. West Side Story. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Brian Dusty James must really love West Side Story. I mean, West he's Side been Story. doing a lot lately, so he probably only has a couple of days in his schedule here <laughs> and there, so it would have worked out fine. You know the movie poster will still say, with Brian Dusty <laughs> James! <laughs> and Ansel Elgott. <laughs> yeah. And some other people playing all the big roles. Steve, yeah, thoughts uh, and feelings. Uh, well, I immediately assumed Zach was going to be a part of this in some way. He's <laughs> going to be either Thanks. Tony or Riff. Uh, you know how we roll. I actually, I found it really, especially after what we spoke about just earlier, to sort of cast uh, people in the roles. But I found, I was thinking more of Krupke and uh, Shrink, and uh, I didn't really think so much about Doc. But I uh, thought about Doc. I, have you? Oh, Very good. literally. Um, uh, Officer uh, Krupke. I thought Clancy Brown. You know, he was. He also played. He was a prison guard in um, Shawshank Redemption. I'm with you. Uh, he's one uh, more. I'm going to Google. Google. I'm going to find Clancy a picture. Brown. Does anyone watch Mandalorian? He was in the Mandalorian. Oh, not yet. Oh, I'm not up to it. Okay. Uh, I don't have Disney. Oh, he was yeah. in the. He was. He was the villain in Highlander oh, as well. Yeah. I. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, my turn. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Him. Oh yes. And uh, for him and <laughs> for um, uh, for shrink, uh, yep. Dennis Farina. Mm-hmm. Now you you remember him from Law and Order? No, I'm looking at the blank look. Uh, everyone, just Google Dennis but Farina. F A R I N A. Oh, I know who that. He's the he's, um, he's the evil guy in um. Oh, which it's not. Casper meets Wendy. It's <laughs> Casper the Friendly Ghost. It's Casper, just regular Casper. It's oh, what's he in? Is that this guy? It's this guy. He's That's also him. no longer yes. alive. No, he, he can't play it again. It's a Dreamcast. It's, it's fine. just a, yeah, it's a tough one. That's all. Oh, he's, I he's, like he's, his mustache. Yeah, he's, he's, he's usually he actually was a New York cop, and then oh, he discovered nice. in his thirties or forties he wanted to do acting, and suddenly took it on and became <laughs> famous. On Law and just, Order, he was on Law and <laughs> playing a cop, but I guess he was very authentic. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He also did a film with Bette Midler as well, so he has comedy. Which one? Yeah. He also played Nick um, Miller's dad. That old feeling or something like that. I can't remember. I love it. I don't even care what it is. I just love Bette Midler. Yeah, yeah. she says great it. things on Twitter. So he yes. does comedy too, but She's he also good. plays a great cop. I had I had a very literal choice for Doc. Yeah. Um, I just for my own personal lols, um, would like to see. He's very old now too, uh, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> oh, nice. Just because he's played a doc in the past, Tony, no, Tony. like a literal doc. <laughs> um, I I think it would sell tickets. Like if I was a casting agent and I went, you know what, guys? With Ryan Darcy James. Oh, Doc Brown plays Doc. Doc Brown plays Doc. Like you can't tell me that wouldn't sell just for the laughs. I had a drink it. in a bar with 
Doc Brown. I'm once. sorry, what? Yeah. Wait, Doc to Brown or fair, Christopher Lloyd? Christopher Lloyd. He was sitting at the next table, but you we were both oh, in the bar. We've had a drink from. with many an actor there. Two degrees of separation. In which case, it was actually one of those things where I was looking at him going, he looks so familiar. Can you just put a lab coat on, please? a little while to go, oh, my God. Can I, can I then say I've eaten a packet of Maltesers with John Barrowman? Yes. Yes. Great. Yep. You, you can, can say that. I ate a packet of Maltesers during his concert. I've literally actually oh, spoken to you John. Did. We both, He's we touched were. me here. <laughs> and here. Are we ready for my casting yet? Are we ready for your casting? Okay. Yes. Um, in the role of Maria, I have mm-hmm. cast Sher. <laughs> and in the role of Tony, I've cast Cher. Sure. Sure. And in the role of... <laughs> if you have not seen Producer the video... is losing his mind over there. Cher. Or Cher. Or, or the Cher show. We don't know anymore. Um, playing all the roles in West Side Story. I you have. need I to have. Google it. Yes. It's and watch it right now. Now. We'll include oh. it in the show notes because it's the it best is thing on the internet. And she does the sure head shake while she sings. And oh. it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> oh my God. There are moments when she's singing like the quintet and she's singing all the parts. Truth. It's the so best. Great. The magic of television. She's there and she's oh there. Oh, my God. I just I can't get over how good it is. Anyway, that's my casting. I enjoy it. Any other? Any other castings? No, I have nothing. I only had a no. Bernardo that I haven't mentioned yet. Which Ooh, is I mention it. Santino Fontana. Done. Oh, Good. love Fantastic. him. Yeah. Um, let's go and do a top fives. Top five. Wow. Top five what, Julie? <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, I would say top five Romeo and Juliet adaptations. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, good job. I was going to say Shakespeare in general, but yeah, that's there's lots of Romeo I mean, and Juliet adaptions. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah. Top five Shakespeare adaptations. <laughs> musicals, <laughs> specifically. Nice. Um, top five musicals for me. Like, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, top five dance fight choreography. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I agree. Mm. Uh, Top five um, 50s musical Yes Is it too many? There's a lot But I would still put it on there Yep Cutting it Cool Cutting it Um, Top five iconic movie musicals Yes Yeah I'll take it Top five um, most referenced in pop culture I had that too Top five parodied Especially in Family Guy I swear there's multiple ones of Family Guy And Scrubs has that great episodes Oh yeah Scrubs What a great time Dare we say top five Sondheim Because It's my number one It's a blurry It's a blurry Sondheim I just don't know if you could Like there are a lot of people who worked on this show As opposed to the like Including Rogers and Hammerstein, yeah. apparently. <laughs> As opposed Sometimes to just Rogers the and Hammerstein shows. <laughs> I would put it on that list. <laughs> so well, that's true. Mm, anything else? Anything else? I anything else? So many, so many for this show. There has to be. Steve? I thought of a specific one. Yeah. There's only two. Yeah. Top two um, musical adaptions into a film directed by Robert Wise featuring a, a character named Maria. Uh, I'll that's, that's, that's it the might most be most specific thing I could think of. Uh, let's say it's a top five list, and we'll just wait for the other three the other to be f- filled out. They're coming. Oh, uh, Robert, I don't think he's around anymore. So. Well, you never know. You never know. Top he might have something in the vault. 
top five gangs of New York. Of New York. <laughs> You've yeah. got top five gangs is two of the Very top five gangs. Top five <laughs> gangs in musical theatre. Top five um, east to west <laughs> versions. <laughs> <laughs> Name the others. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Steve. Yes. Thank you so much for bringing us West Side Story. You're welcome. I thank really you. appreciate it. I yeah, I had fun. Thank you. Yeah. Do you got? Have you got anything you'd like to plug? Any gigs? Um, anything fun? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't. Have this any comes sh- out soon. Oh, this comes out this coming Friday. Uh okay. Well, I uh, don't have any shows. To, to plug because I haven't done okay. theatre in a long time. We don't time. need theatre. We just need just plug okay. a show you're anything you you're doing. <laughs> I can plug my band or one of my yes. many bands. Do How it. many bands do you have? Uh, many. The last year I played in at least five. That sounds like a busy time. It is very busy. Mm. Very busy. But the band that's sort of the one I enjoy, uh, the one I sort of help form. Oh, and get careful. There it is. They might listen. <laughs> uh, and, and enjoy playing with a lot. Uh, is uh, a band called The Good Vibrations. Yay. So we're www.thegoodvibrations.band. Don't misspell that because you might end up somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget the dot band. Yeah, dot band, band is B-A-N-D. <laughs> and uh, so we're a seven-piece band that uh, plays Woo. sort of upbeat, funky music and has a horn section. So yeah, a horn section. section. Yeah, I love so a band good. with a horn section. Oh, my. Oh, so do oh I. My. Why would any band not have a horn section? Well, listeners, <laughs> you can find us at our website, www.thatsnotcanonproductions.com that's nope. that's forward slash mtmeik. We have a Patreon where we would love you to chuck us a couple of dollary dues now and then. Patreon.com forward slash, yet again, musicals taught me everything I know. We've got Facebook, we've got Twitter, we've got an Instagram. Go find, just type it in, you'll find us. Just Use try anything. Musicals no, teach no me. don't even do that. Don't give them so much information. Make them want us. Make them <laughs> find us. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can email us, musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. And, you know, if you would like to do us another favor, uh, just on whatever you're listening to us on, whatever your favorite podcatcher is, rate, review, subscribe, chuck us a cheeky like. Even if you there. hate us. Even if you hate. Why Who? not? Who? <laughs> I mean, I mean, really? Who? I, I, no. Review is a bad review. <laughs> Apart from the, the bad review. Julie. <laughs> 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've been Julie Eisentrager with me. Miranda Selwood. It's me, KB. And thanks again, Steve Norris. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zancy Weber. 
Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.